like every single time I've tried to plan for anything, it's never worked. It's just a matter of going with opportunities as they arise and and doing things that maybe make you a little uncomfortable, but you just know are right. Hello again, friends. Thank you so much for joining me here. It is Greg with the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast. Thank you for being here and spending a little bit of your day learning something new. We are here to share wisdom gained from time spent in nature with a dose of inspirational and empowering stories of everyday people that move through uncharted territory, both literal and figurative. I hope you are as excited as I am to get to this week's episode. Here we go. Well, happy August, friends. We are back with the Wisdom of the Wilderness. I'm your host, Greg. I'm actually sitting at a brewery in beautiful, ferny British Columbia as I record this today. It has been quite the journey to get here, and I got a really neat episode because I'm going to share a little story about what happened today, and then I'm going to do a little reading about that. But lo and behold, what has been going on? So it is summertime in British Columbia, and I don't know what news people are getting. I don't even know if people follow the news anymore, but there's a lot going on, and there are some significant fires all across West North America right now, and especially in British Columbia, there are some very interesting things going on, but a lot of problems on fire, and there's a lot of evacuations, a lot of changes, and a lot of smoke, and it's pretty much been everywhere. I am here, and it's actually been really interesting because uh, as I got out here, the rain followed me everywhere that I went, and it was glorious to go from that crazy weird haziness and that smoke in the air. You don't see blue sky, you just see gray. You can kind of see the sun, but it's kind of red, and uh, it rained. It actually rained a significant amount last week, like flooding in places. Uh, The dirt roads I was trying to get up in my truck. Um, yeah, almost impassable. So that's been fantastic. And it's actually cleared everything out. So that has been a great change in the weather here to go from hot and dry, pretty much across the whole area to a little bit cooler, which is kind of sad because it may be the end of summer, but it's also stopped or um, significantly diminished some of the fires that were out there. So we've got some clear air which is fan-freaking-tastic because a lot of people like breathing. Like me, I like to breathe. Anyway, I am in Fernie, and it is freaking amazing. Actually, I should probably not be sharing this because everyone's going to want to come here, but there's a lot of really cool places in British Columbia. There's a lot of really cool places everywhere in Western North America. Lots of cool little mountain towns that have breweries, that have local coffee shops, farmer's markets, good community life and also have freaking amazing trails and mountains all around them and access to all kinds of things. So I've been here working remotely and checking stuff out. It's been freaking awesome. I love it. But what's really interesting is I am in a brand new area to me. I'd only passed through once before and I literally stopped for long enough to stop at the brewery and buy a six pack of IPA and uh, keep driving to where I was driving. That was my entire experience with Fernie. But here I am now for a couple of days. I've been camping and exploring some of the trails. Did an amazing hike up Thunder Meadows today. And I actually was drinking a Thunder Meadows IPA. 
earlier. So uh, shout out to Fernie Brewing. You guys make some amazing beers. I really appreciate your friendly tasting room staff as well as the quality that goes into your beer. Plus, they're named after a lot of the uh, bike trails around here, so that's also kind of cool. Or the Thunder Meadows Cabin, which I hiked to today, which was glorious. And it actually was thundering. But what I wanted to share was, this is a brand new area to me. And one of the things I do when I go somewhere new is I just get out, and generally I get lost driving around in the town or in the city, as it were, or out on the trails. And... That's the way that I learn things is by just jumping into a trail system and saying, huh, should I go left or right? Should I go left or right? Should I go left or right? And I get to explore a whole bunch of brand new things. So that's what I have been doing the past few days. And I've seen a lot of really cool trails. I've seen a lot of really cool people, a lot of amazing mountain bikers. And I am not a mountain biker. Uh, maybe that's something will happen in the future, but there are some really badass women and men mountain bikers out here so uh kudos to all of you that uh that is your hobby and that is your recreation vocation on my explorations like i said i've been just going hey left right left right throw the tracker thing that i use on my phone on to see okay if i need to know where to get back i always have a general idea oh you know the truck is parked somewhere back behind me on the left or up ahead on the right general sense of direction and it's been really cool to just get some info from the visitor center have a little map here and go all right put the run vest on and head out for the trails let's uh see how far we can go in an hour or an hour and a half or let's go and do an eight mile run and see how everything's holding up so it was yesterday that this happened and it was surreal in a way I'd never been to this trail system before. I got in here fairly late at night. I went and free camped. <clears throat> and then I drove back and got to the visitor center bright and early when they opened at 9 a.m. So I could get some information, talk to the people about conditions, uh, more specifically about what the weather had been with some of the rain coming in, if there were any areas that they knew were flooded or that I might not want to go to, any sensitive areas, any critical habitat, things like that, and to get a lay of the land. And uh, it turns out that this visitor center is right at the base of a pretty freaking amazing trail network, which is pretty spectacular. It's like two blocks down from the brewery. So how could you possibly go wrong? I realized I'm probably also selling all of y'all on coming here. So please don't overrun the place. But anyways, the truck was right there, had all my stuff. I thought, why don't I just leave it right here? I can go check out the other trails another day or in the afternoon when I'm done my work stuff. So I'll just get changed and hop out on the trails. And that's what I did. And I went up to the waterfalls, which is a pretty, pretty easy, pretty straightforward walk or hike. Pretty quick run. And then uh, I had the map and it's got basically a whole bunch of additional loops and zigzags and all kinds of things you could add on or take off. So I just started exploring and I had my app up to kind of see, oh, hey, you know, where's the next junction? Where might I want to go to increase this or to get back to the truck or what's going on? But for the most part, I just hopped on and started following my gut. If there was a junction, sometimes I went left, sometimes I went right. If it was a three-way, sometimes I went straight. It just depended. And I ended up getting myself on an ATV track. 
and heading up right under the power lines. And there's this really, really funny thing. A lot of places you go and you might see some trail names that a lot of people name stuff the same thing. There are white lakes all over the place. There are green lakes all over the place. There are power line trails all over the place. But I ended up on this power line trail and I hadn't seen anybody. I'd seen a few people because the visitor center was so close on the trail to the waterfalls, but that was it. And I got higher and higher up, nobody around, no sounds. I actually spooked an osprey, which is crazy because I was not expecting an osprey up in the aspen, but or in the mountains, the alpine, alpine's what I meant to say, in the alpine. But there I was running along, and all of a sudden there's a huge commotion about 10 feet in front of me, and an osprey took off out of the bush and went flying down, I guess, to the river to go and pick up some fish because I'd seen a lot of eagles circling around the river earlier. So they're probably out there debating over who's going to go and get fish or who's not going to go and get fish, but uh, that's the way that things go sometimes. And run along going up this ATV trail, and then I heard an ATV, which is kind of weird because I hadn't encountered anybody at all during the day. And as I was just running along there, um, discovered, hey, wow, this guy slowed down and actually stopped his ATV and then came out and said, hey, I, I'm really sorry. I didn't want to ruin your run. And I was like, wow, this is like the most friendly person on ATV ever who was talking to me about not wanting to, to affect my run. I was just happy to see somebody else. I smiled and waved. He was a rancher out uh, looking for his cows. No worries. So anyways, I kept following the trail for a bit. I got off the, the power line ATV track and got back down into some single track. And that was a really, really neat experience for me because I got down into the single track and I was just kind of flowing in and out and in and out and left and right and left and right and all over the place when all of a sudden, I saw, I came to a meadow and I wasn't entirely certain which way the trail went because there were three possible ways it could go and they all just kind of disappeared in the grass. And I thought, well, heck, I should check stuff out and see what's uh, what's going on in different places. And lo and behold, while I was doing that and just kind of looking around, I saw some movement up ahead of me. I thought, well, that's kind of weird. And I realized it was a fox. And I thought, well, heck, that's really cool. I rarely see foxes anywhere. Uh, the last one I remember seeing was, Jesus, that was up in the Yukon. The day I drove in, drove into Yukon territory, I camped overnight at a rest area, and I woke up at about 5 o'clock in the morning to see a little fox running by the car. So I've been quite a while, but I look up and see a fox. And then, strangely enough, as I'm standing there just watching, I see a, I walk a little bit forward. I can see a second fox to get. So there are two of them together, just doing their thing, looking for whatever prey they were searching for, gophers or marmots or prairie dogs, anything that could be up in that alpine meadow. Um, that was really cool. So I got close enough. I actually was able to get my phone out and take a couple of photos that didn't turn out, but get a little video where you can at least make out that there are animals. And they're probably about what's that, I'd say 30, 40 feet away, uh, 10, 10 to 15 meters. Don't quote me on that. Metric is not my strong suit. But 
they're right there. So that was really cool for me. And then uh, got a little bit closer and yeah, wow, those foxes were gone. But it was cool because they followed the single track for a ways and then jumped off into the bush and I never saw them again. But that was really cool. So I saw a couple foxes and like I said, I rarely, rarely see foxes anywhere that I've been. And also, apparently I got this thing where I'm really good at spooking predators, um, whether it's bears or foxes or bobcats, lynx, cougars. Um, don't know what's going on with that. But anyways, the two foxes. So that was yesterday. And my initial plan was to record this yesterday, but that didn't happen. Today, I went to a completely different trail system. And once again, I got out there. I was the only person out on the trails at that time of day. I'm moseying along doing my thing. And I look up and there's another fox. And I get closer and I scare the living bejesus out of that fox. And that fox takes off along the trail and then jumps off into the bush. And I thought, holy hallelujah, what is going on here, universe? That is a lot of fox energy. And uh, that's three of the four foxes I've seen in my life in two days in this little quiet mountain town. And if uh, you're like me, you're singing the South Park theme song in your head right now. So that's my story about foxes. And naturally, of course, I texted one of my buddies who immediately replied with the video to what did the fox say? So you're welcome for putting that ridiculous song in your head right now. And I wanted to share what the medicine cards have to say about the fox because I thought it was a really, really interesting description in light of things that I am currently working with and through in my life. And uh, perhaps they are also themes that may resonate with your life. So it's getting a little dark here right now. Bear with me while I uh, do the reading. Fox is card number 25 in the deck. And uh, we've got a little poem that they always have here. Fox, where are you? Under the ferns? Becoming the forest so I can learn? Are you watching, invisible to me? Trying to teach me to become a tree. Fox, camouflage. Wily Fox has many, idea, many allies in the woodlands, including the foliage, which offers protection and much medicine. Fox is seemingly able to vanish amidst the lush undergrowth of the forest. This flora is Fox's ally. The ability to meld into one's surroundings and be unnoticed is a powerful gift when one is observing the activities of others. Another natural gift of Fox is the ability to adapt to winter by changing color, like the chameleon. Its rich, white winter coat allows fox to blend into the snow when the leaves no longer linger. Fox medicine involves adaptability, cunning, observation, integration, and swiftness of thought and action. These traits may also include quick decisiveness and sure-footedness in the physical world. Fox's ability to be unseen allows it to be the protector of the family unit. If danger arises, fox is Johnny on the spot. Nani Waya great spirit in the Choctaw tongue, honors Fox with the duty of keeping the family together and safe. This is accomplished through Fox's ability to observe undetected without making others self-conscious. Fox is always concerned with the safety of family members and is an excellent talisman for those traveling far afield. If Fox has chosen to share its medicine with you, 
It is a sign that you were to become like the wind, which is unseen. It is able to weave into and through any location or situation. You would be wise to observe the acts of others rather than their words at this time. Use your cunning nature in a positive way. Keep silent about who and what and why you are observing. In learning the art of camouflage, you need to test your abilities to pull this off. One test or exercise that may be helpful to you is deciding to be invisible. In doing this exercise, you may try to visualize your body as part of your surroundings, full of the colors of the location you are in. See yourself in your mind's eye, moving with stealth and grace, unheeded by others. If you do it right, it works. You can leave a party unnoticed or become an unobtrusive as, a, as untru, unobtrusive as a piece of furniture, watching the developing drama of the subjects you are studying. While learning from Fox, you might also gain confidence in your ability to know instantly what will happen next. After observing for a while, you will become aware of a certain predictability in given situations and be able to quickly make your move. Fox medicine teaches the art of oneness through its understanding of camouflage. This applies on all levels, from rocks to God. With Fox Medicine, you are being asked to see all types of uses for oneness. Much like the clowns at the rodeo, Fox can keep the raging bull from stampeding a friend or family member. Fox can use silly tactics as a brilliant camouflage move. No one could guess the sly power behind such ingenious maneuvers. Pretty interesting stuff coming up right this was a very very interesting series of coincidences to see the two foxes the one day and then the second third fox today so the invitation i want to leave you all with today is is there something in your life that may require you to be camouflaged is there something you can observe and step back from and simply observe? Is it a situation with family, with friends, with work, with local, state level, or federal politics? Is it a situation in sporting? Is it a situation globally? The powers of observation are what we have, and we can step away and step back and just look there are some very interesting things that we can see. I want to thank the three foxes that I encountered over the past two days because they're great teachers and there is always wisdom to be found when we're in the wilderness, whether it's getting stinging nettle all over your knee, hooray, or encountering foxes in the wild in a brand new to you place. With that, friends, I bid you farewell. I wish you well on your adventures. And as always, get outside. Get some vitamin D on your body. Smile at the sun. Drink some fresh water. Be outside. Connect with nature. And we will see you next week for another episode of The Wisdom of the Wilderness. All right, friends. Thank you for joining me for another episode of The Wisdom of the Wilderness. I appreciate you being here and spending part of your day with me, and I hope that there has been a good experience on your end listening to today's episode. If this episode resonated with you and you know somebody who might enjoy or appreciate uh, 
be inspired or empowered by it, please feel free to pass it along and drop me a review on the podcast platform of your choice that you are listening to it on. As well, I now have an email address that you can feel free to send me messages, suggestions, thoughts, guest requests, questions, whatever it might be. That address is wisdomofthewilderness at protonmail.com. That's wisdomofthewilderness, all one word, at protonmail.com. Look forward to seeing some messages and want to say hello to everyone out there from all the different countries and cities and states and counties and provinces. Thank you. It's been really cool to see where people are listening from and think a little bit about all those different experiences people are having in their day-to-day life. All right. Have yourselves a good one, friends. We will talk to you the next time. The Wisdom of the Wilderness. Mm-hmm.